Welcome to the Weekly Wrap-Up, a production of Maranatha High School in Pasadena, California. Join us each week as our host, Ms. Teresa Peterson and Dr. Joe Chai, recap some really cool stories that showcase the incredible student body here at the school. Let's listen in now. Okay, uh, let's just get into it because we have a jam-packed agenda today. Let's um, go. Apologies in advance to everyone listening. Me and Miss Peterson, we might be a little winded. We just got out of the eighth grade visitation day. Woo! Shout it out was, eighth graders. Yeah, it was a great event. We had 180 eighth graders come to our school. I can't. It, yeah, it's amazing. It and was so there were so many students here so many they were just so eager to be here and i found out through the grapevine that over 50 middle schools were represented here today that is wild i mean shout out to our admissions team they're absolutely killing it but these young people they were just such a delight uh really fun to interact with hopefully they enjoyed their stay here today um in other news <laughs> uh, we have homecoming tomorrow. Oh, finally! Finally, the long-awaited homecoming game. Let's go! <laughs> finally, let's do this. So I feel so bad for our, uh, young people on our homecoming court, yes. and I know Teresa, you announced their names multiple several weeks ago. They've just been waiting to find out who is going to be crowned king and queen. Yep, they'll find out tomorrow night, and they'll find out because you and I are doing the voices. That's right. I know we're just going to get you to do as many things where we use the dulcet. <laughs> tones of Dr. Joseph Chai um, as we possibly can. So you and I are going to be hiding. So if you guys are looking for us, don't. Um, (laughs) We're trying to be anonymous in this process in the moment. And me especially because what I don't want is people poking like trying to get me to laugh while I'm announcing some lovely young lady because I'll get the giggles. Everybody knows it. Um, we'll, tomorrow night will be the game. The guys will finally get to play their homecoming game. Yes. And at halftime, we will celebrate all of the kids elected to yes. represent their class on the homecoming court. They'll finally get that celebration. I'm super excited to see them all dressed up in the golf carts, driving on the field. It's all great fun. And yeah. alumni tent and all that stuff that we talked so much about <laughs> a month ago is finally happening. So It's going to be a great night. Yes. It'll be a great night. And you're absolutely right. They did ask us to announce the court. Um, I know I get super weird and bashful about stuff like that, but it is an honor. It's an it's honor. It's totally an honor. And what a, what, a, what a great way to, you know, plug the podcast. I mean, either the voices <laughs> of the weekly wrap up will be announcing the court. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. So, yeah, um, Teresa and to our audience listening, the reason why we're trying to blaze through these early announcements is because we want to make sure that we give enough time Uh, earlier today in our studio we invited a student that we had talked about and featured on an earlier episode of our podcast to come in and share just give us a a deep dive about his story Mm -hmm. i think it was a great interview me too i can't wait for you to listen take a listen now so Teresa, um today's kind of a cool episode because um do you remember a few weeks back, we had a really, really cool story on our podcast 
about. I mean, I feel like we have a lot. We have a lot to be fair. To be fair, you're absolutely right. There was one story about our friend Kyron Lynn. Yes. Do you remember that? He was like the top 16 or something fencers representing the United States. Well, he's actually in our studio right now. Get out. Kyron Lynn. Say hello, everybody. Hi. Hi, Kyron. Kyron, I don't know if you know this, but we've been uh, doing this podcast for several weeks now. Uh, And from time to time, we'll have listeners, you know, check in with us, text us, or even stop us in the hallway saying, hey, I love the episode. Um, The story about you, surprisingly, we got so much feedback about it that we thought it would be kind of neat to actually have you in the studio to, to tell us about the experience, because it sounds like. Well, when we shared the story, we we found out that you were just one of the top nationally ranked fencers in the country, representing the country. But word on the street is you recently came back from that tournament in Budapest. Is that accurate? Yes, I did. That's so cool. So if you don't mind, we'd love to pick your brain and and, and just ask you a couple questions about that. Yeah, of course. All right, Kyron, let's get into it. Ready? Yes. Cool. Okay, so my curiosity is often chronological. Like, I want to start at the beginning. Um, So, tell us when and how you got into fencing. Yeah, so I started fencing around the age of, like, eight. And uh, I found the sport because my older brother fenced. And I just copied whatever he did. Mm -hmm. So, I decided to just try it out. (laughs) I have older brothers, too. And I did that a lot, too. Yeah. So, I really get that. And just out of curiosity, is it just you and your older brother? Any other siblings? Um, I do have a younger brother, and he also started defense. Hey, so it's nice. a family family trade. Yeah. <laughs> is there lots of sword fighting in the living room? I'm just curious. Um, sometimes I like play fight with my dad or my brother. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so you start at 8. Um, obviously, for those who listened to the first episode that we talked about you in, um, you just went to a huge international tournament. A lot happened in between when you were eight and that tournament, but ultimately I think it's obvious that you got very good because you got to be one of 20, right? One of 20. 20 under 17 fencers invited to this international tournament in Budapest. I want you to tell us how you got in that 20. The points list is called the cadet point, the cadet rolling points list. And it's an accumulation of all like the results of like the tournaments that you fenced in. Mm-hmm. So like consistently going to competitions and p- placing. And performing yeah. well, obviously. Yes. So over time, you do all of these different competitions. You obviously perform well, but I hear... There was even a little bit of time where you were close to being in the top 20, but you weren't. Is that right? Yes. So uh, before going to the tournament, I was actually 21st. And oh, man. There's 20 that I they take, that. and you are 21st. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. <laughs> so you're like white-knuckling, waiting to see <laughs> yes. if something happens, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and? So I was first on the waiting list. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a couple of weeks before the tournament, um, I've... It was actually the day I emailed the the person in charge mm-hmm. and asked if the day I emailed the person in charge and asked um, about the stuff on the waiting list. Mm-hmm. The day after, 
I found out that I was going. You were going. Awesome. And it's <laughs> not just like, hey, you're going to like Michigan. It's like you're going to Budapest and you're going to compete with like 300 other yeah, around 300. Young fencers, wow. under 17 fencers, right? Amazing. Really amazing. Okay, so that's what we talked about the last time we talked about you. We explained that you were going to do this tournament, and we were all amazed and mm -hmm. thought it was super cool. So tell us how the tournament works. You just went to this tournament. How does it work? Um, so it's a pretty standard format where in the beginning of the tournament, there's a thing called pools, which is like a group of five to six fencers and you just fence five touch bouts with all of them and based off that you get a new ranking within the tournament and then it's off to DEs where you fence and if you lose then you're out. Um, can, I, can I interject here? Uh, forgive my ignorance, I know nothing about your sport. Did you call it a touch bout? That's what your rounds are called? Um, they're called bouts. They're called. Yeah. Did you say touch bout? Did I hear you correctly? Five touch bout. Oh, like a five touch bout because there's like five touches, so it's just kind of. So is, is it like the first to five wins, kind yes, of thing? Yes, oh, I see. Okay. Five. Okay. Carry on. I'm so stupid. But wait, <laughs> for Judy and I, mom, I had to ask this too. What does DE stand for? DE stand for direct elimination. Elimination. So that oh. means you have a match, and whoever loses is out. You're out. Yeah. It's a single elimination. You're done. Whoever wins moves they on. Okay. So you go through the pool play. You make it to the direct elimination round, and that's maybe 250 or 60. Yeah, around, yeah, it's a table of 256. Okay, and then you have all these rounds of bouts, and where did you ultimately finish in the midst of the roughly 300 fencers? Uh, yeah, so I was... I lost in the table of 16. Ooh. Yeah. But that's incredible, Kyron. Yeah. Um, Wait, so let's do some quick math. <laughs> 300 minus 16, what is that? Two... 294? No, 284? Is it 84? Sorry, Mrs. Nagy, and I just got my math wrong. <laughs> it's two something four. <laughs> 284. <laughs> right. yeah. So you're telling me you, you beat out, effectively, like 200 something... <laughs> nearly, nearly 300. Nearly 300 minus 16 <laughs> fencers. Uh, uh, basically. Yeah. That's incredible. You, you actually oh finished gosh. 14th, is that right? Yes, I finished so 14th. So technically oh gosh, that's better than... I'm not going to do any more math. Just uh, He did better than a lot. Most of the kids competing yeah. in this competition. So. Yeah. You can't tell. We have no shame. We sound oh, like yeah. a bunch of doofuses on this totally. podcast every week. Everybody, okay. knows. Everybody okay. knows I'm bad at math. We love each Everybody other knows. and we love this school. That's why this podcast <laughs> yeah. works. Also, later I'll say, Dr. Chai, cut that out. Take that out of the recording. Um, okay, so not only do you go and you get to do this competition and you have this great experience and you perform really well, but you get to go to this great city. Did you do any sightseeing? Um, I had one day where I was able to explore the city. Yeah. And as we discussed earlier, it's beautiful, right? And yes. like everywhere you look, it could be a picture, the yes. painting for your wall. But what an amazing experience. Yeah, truly. As a high school junior to be able to travel abroad and experience these different cultures and cities and foods and all that, I'm, I'm jealous. Honestly, in the best possible way, I'm jealous. 
Okay, so you've gone through the competition. You're back now. Um, what's next in the fencing world for Kyren? Uh, yeah, so I just have some more competitions next week, actually. I'm going to Orlando, Florida for the October North American Cup. Nice. And do you have high expectations for this competition? Um, I'm just hoping to perform well and continue to get results. What a humble answer. I love it. I love that. Okay, so now I'm curious, when you're in the middle of a competition, what's the feeling like when you, like, get the upper hand on somebody, when you you get that touch? Uh, Yeah, so one word to describe it would be, like, relief, because it's a pretty, like, intense competition, and... If you get the lead, it helps a lot and helps boost your confidence. Mm-hmm. Okay, but really though. <laughs> okay, to our audience listening, I, 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 they can't see us, but I, I want you to know that Kyron is the most respectable looking. Mm-hmm. His back is straight. He has a great smile. He just looks so polite and modest. That answer was so sanitary to me. You feel like uh, Come you know, on, you don't want to like kill the person in front of you. Under the mask, <laughs> under the mask, I feel like maybe there's a little. Yeah, <laughs> like is is it get get a touch? Is that the yeah. right term? If you get a touch, aren't isn't there like a fire that ignites in your belly? Like oh, I'm so good. <laughs> I feel like that comes with like if you're losting and then you start to come back. Interesting. Ah. That excitement. Interesting. That so you're you're steady if you're winning. Yeah. But if you're like down a few points, that's when you when the emotions you, turn yeah. on. Okay. Interesting. Do you ever do any local competitions that we could come to and Oh uh, yeah. Yes. Yes I do. Okay, we're gonna talk about that later. Okay. Um okay. So in the context of Kyron the fencer at school, when you're at Maranatha, have there been things that you've um experienced that have made you grateful that you're in a place like Maranatha? when it comes to you as a fencer because there's a lot of demands on you yes. as a fencer right yes uh definitely um a, a lot of my fencing friends that i know they're homeschooled actually because of mm. how like how intense oh. like the training is oh, I see. so um w- when i'm able to still like be in a high school i feel like the teachers are like have been very supportive because like i'm traveling a lot so I feel like they've been able to go out the way to help me with my fencing journey. That's awesome. That's and so cool. Isn't that fascinating that, I mean, I know a lot of athletes, student athletes, end up being homeschooled because their schedule just won't allow it. I don't know about you, Dr. Chai, but I'm really, really glad that there's been a path made for you to be able to be in school and do this thing that you're obviously really good at and enjoy and honestly Kyron like I didn't know that that was the reality for a lot of you know professional athletes like you where they get homeschooled so knowing that that's um, very common in your world and the fact that you you've chosen to come to school and and balance an academic and social life on top of your professional athletes duties that just makes you way impressive for sure. Like you're like uh, heads and shoulders above the rest of your peers. If, if you're juggling all this and you have extra on your plate that other people don't have, that's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, well done. Seriously. Really cool. 
now all I'm just going to be honest. Now all I'm thinking about is creating cheers to say at a fencing bout. <laughs> like I don't, I can't think of any right now. Uh, I can think funny. of a chess one, but that's not what we're doing here. Hey, Kyron, thanks so much for hanging out with us in the studio today, man. Thank you for having me. It was, it's been, it, it was such a joy to hear your story and. Um, I mean, I learned a lot about fencing, but more importantly, I, th- I think all of us learned a, lo- a lot more about you and the really cool things that you're involved with, but also the ways that you contribute to our school. So thanks for all you do, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a joy to hang out. How great is Kyron? Yeah, he's a great kid. That was so much fun to get to hang and I out le- with him. I learned a lot, too. I learned a lot about him. <laughs> I learned a lot about fencing. I'm super excited to watch the Olympics now because I feel like I'm going to be a little bit more informed. Yeah. And what a cool format. I mean, who knows? There might be other stories we want to do deep dives on and our audience might get to hear the voices of our students here at Maranatha. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think we should do more of this. That was so great. I think for this episode, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. You always copy what I say. (laughs) If I said that's the end, would you say that's the end? I don't know. You want to try it? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us for the weekly wrap-up, a production of Maranatha High School. Maranatha is a Christ-centered, evangelical college preparatory school that celebrates the whole student by equipping hearts and minds to reflect God's glory through academics as well as the arts, athletics, and service. For more information about Maranatha High School, contact us at info at mhs-hs.org or visit our website at maranathahighschool.com.